Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her. I am your host. Wait, did I even say... Welcome to Who Invited Her, San Diego's LGBTQ <laughs> pop culture podcast. I am your host, Tony, and I'm here with my other host. You're just so excited you're getting ahead of yourself. I am. I am Daddy Bear Eric. <laughs> yes, you guys. We're back for another week. And today we have a very special guest who's calling in later. Um, Kyle Langan, I think that's how you say his last name. Yeah. Um, he is an author, a journalist, podcast host. We're going to talk about his new book that just came out June 3rd for Pride. Call- it's called Confessions of a Cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> he has a... Um, a very interesting podcast. His whole like blog, the Hamptons to Hollywood, and how he moved from there to here, and all that kind of stuff. We're going to get into with him. Um, he he's had an interesting little journey into celebrity, all of that kind of stuff. But he's going to call in, in a bit, and we're going to chat with him about his new book and a bunch of other stuff. But before that, what were you going to tell me? Oh yeah, I have a little something for you. So what? This what week, did you do? I was at the gym and I was in the locker room. And I look down on the floor, (laughs) and I see this pamphlet of paper, and I'm like, what the hell? Please don't tell me it was... So I pick it up, and Uh I'm like, oh, I need to give this to Tony. Okay, hold on. You have to read it to the audience what it is. It says, Fog, F-O-G, Fellowship of Older Gays. I hate (laughs) you. You're such a bastard. I feel attacked. Welcome to Fog. Why Fog? That is... So I hate you. Isn't that the most amazing thing I've ever seen? No, it's not. Open it up. There's a whole schedule Uh, of events. All of the pictures, they're like in their 60s. (laughs) Fuck. Let's let's wait. There's a potluck. Of course. (laughs) Nonfiction book club. Coffee special card playing. Do they have shuffleboard on here? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, I wonder how old you have to be to join. <laughs> I, I don't know. But on a plus side, I'm glad we I'm have glad. that in San Diego. That is, I didn't know there was I such an either. organization. Good, because the older gays do get get forgotten yeah, once get you hit. Out. Once you hit what forty, yeah, <laughs> start going downhill from there. Yeah. You're dead in the gay community. And this city doesn't have like in San Francisco. There is like an older guys bar. We yeah. don't really have one yeah, here we, in San Diego. It, yeah, the loft. Oh, you're right. Yeah, because it used about to be lobs. here in San Diego, it was Khalif was the main one for, you know, uh, the gays in a, at a certain age. And I used to love the Khalif. Yeah. But now the loft, kind of the same crowd. But uh, you're right. That's fog. So I know what to join when I'm <laughs> when I'm a lot older. I hate you. You're such a bastard. I saw that and I was like, you're Ooh, like, yes, perfect. <laughs> oh god! But you guys, we're gonna give you the really quick rundown of Pride in San Diego. I know we keep talking about it every week, but I want to make sure everybody has all the information for it. So Pride in it is Pride Month this month, um, but our Pride here in San Diego is July. I think it's 16th. 17th and 18th weekend is when the parade and all that. But leading up to that, it starts Jewel, July 9th with She Fest, um, which is really cool. It's all for the queer ladies. Yeah. Um, and then you have the light, lighting of the cathedral over in Bankers Hill. That's on the 13th of July at 7 p.m. at St. Paul's Cathedral. They do that every every Pride they've done that. It's really, really cool. The one thing that they, we don't have this year is the zoo party. Oh. Uh- yeah, I yeah. read that online. That, that That's a bummer. I forget why. Something didn't yeah. work out with it, but yeah, that's canceled. Yeah, and then on July 15th, it's the kickoff to San Diego Pride Weekend um, with the rally 
at the at the Pride flag, right in the heart of Hillcrest, right nice. next to Inside Out and HBC, across from Baja Betty's, yep. all of that. And then for all of you athletes, <laughs> the Pride 5K is Saturday morning, June 16th at 8 a.m. It's before the actual Pride Parade starts. And then the big festivities is July 16th, 10 a.m., the Pride Parade. It's back this year. I'm... Uh, we have a great time. I'm yeah. going to do the pre-party that I do every year. Are you? Year. Yeah. I was wondering if you're going to do yes, it. Yes, and then we yes. kind of get a little too drunk. And then we'll walk down to the parade, and we'll be walking all along university showing our goods. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and then the festival is back this year. It is um, July 16th and 17th um, from 10, uh, I think on the 16th, it's 11 to 10 p.m. And then the 17th, which is a Sunday, it's 11 to 9. And you can get your tickets at sdpride.org. Um, they just released the lineup of all of the performers and DJs that are going to be at the festival. And you can go to sdpride.org and get the full list of everybody that's performing. I don't know who if we even have a what is it grand uh, jury oh, grand, what is it uh, marshall, marshall. <laughs> yeah <Jury. laughs> the judge and the jury the judge and the jury no yeah i don't know if we have a grand marshal this year i don't either i, don't I have know. to look god we're bad gays it should be bad, you bad. it should yeah right <laughs> what am i gonna why why me <laughs> it's it's miriam teen she's just no yelling. she's yelling at everyone we don't need that get out of my that. way Get Why out. is it so goddamn hot? <laughs> it's hot today. It is hot today. It is. It's a perfect, what's Saturday, Saturday in San Diego? Yeah. It's like a, a breezy 70, what? Three, four degrees? Yeah. I love which how is hot for we're us. complaining that it's hot, but in like Phoenix, it's like 118 right I was now. there last week, and I told you, I was in Tucson, yeah. everybody, because my mother had knee surgery. Yeah. But Tucson was she doing? She's, She's doing, doing good. Great. Yeah. Um, 101. Dry as a bone. No, thank you. No, no thank gracias. you. I know. Uh, <laughs> I, oh, you know what I finished last night? Um, Stranger Things. Oh, how is it? So I know there's been a lot of controversy on um, whether people like this season or not. I personally thought it was weird and darker than any of the other Interesting. seasons. I really, really enjoyed it. And I had watched up to episode five, but then I went and got my hair done at Floyd's in Mission Hills. Okay. And the girl who cuts my hair, Savannah, shout out to Savannah who works there. She was like, did you watch all of it? And I said, no. And she's like, okay, we have to, when next time you come back, we will finish the discussion. <laughs> so we only <laughs> talked about it to episode five and then she wouldn't tell wow. me anything else. And then I finished it last night. I was like, oh my God, this is really good. I forget. Is it done done or is there like another half season? So they, coming? so apparently there's going to be like two or three episodes coming out in July. Okay. And then that's it. Then done done. Yeah. Okay. Oh, speaking of watching stuff last night, I went and saw the new Jurassic Park. Oh yeah. How was that? Um, I enjoyed it, <laughs> but it they re if you are a diehard Jurassic Park fan like Bash is, you're gonna love it because they throw in so much from all of the movies, little tidbits. So if you're a fan like me, I was picking up on them left and right in different scenes. I was like, oh, that was in one. Oh, that was in three. Um, so I really like that. The only thing that I had a problem with it, it took a while for it to kick in. Yeah, and I want it more fights dinosaur chases but there wasn't mm. yeah it was still enjoyable i'm glad i saw it in the theater yeah. i think i want to go see that yeah yeah but everybody's talking about top gun haven't seen it don't know i, if I want to. don't think i'm gonna see why it. i don't know i just feel like it's a like overly pro-american and i'm pro-american but it's just like too much in my face yeah like i don't I'm need that a much huge 
huge fan of what's his face tom, tom cruise. cruise yeah and like i don't want to give my money to scientology like, no that's weird. fuck that shit yeah that's, that's not a, a good organization no yeah but you guys we're gonna take a quick break and then when we come back we're gonna have kyle langan Yay. on the show it's gonna be really exciting i'm happy to talk to him but we will be right back everybody Hims offers men access to high-quality medical products for issues all men face but rarely take care of, and they are a trustworthy destination for sound medical guidance for both prescription and non-prescription solutions, such as erectile dysfunction. That ridiculously expensive little blue pill is now generic, which means the prescription medication to treat erectile dysfunction is now affordable. At Hims, you pay as little as four bucks a day. I mean, no embarrassing conversations, no expensive appointments. Just answer a few questions online in the privacy of your own home and a medical provider will confidentially review. If approved, your medication is shipped directly to your door in discreet packaging. And you guys, shipping is free. Why live with ED when the solution can be so simple? And if you go to our website right now, they are offering a 60-day money-back guarantee. That means get hard or you get your money back. Whether you want to focus on sexual wellness, acne, hair loss, or beyond, him has you covered. Start out with your free online visit. Go to whoinvitedher.net slash hymns. That's H-I-M-S for your free visit. That's whoinvitedher.net slash hymns. Prescription products are subject to medical provider approval and require an online consultation with medical with a medical provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. See website for full details and safety information. That's whoinvitedher.net, HIMS, H-I-M-S. Hey, everybody. We are back from break, and we have a very special guest on the phone. He is an award-winning author, journalist. Oh, my God. He does everything pretty much. <laughs> he has his own media company, K KJL Media, and he's a host of his own podcast, Hamptons to Hollywood, which started out as a blog, which we're going to get into that, um, and his new LGBTQ plus novel just came out June 3rd, Confessions of a Cowboy. We have Kyle Langan. Is that how you say your last name? I'm so bad with it. Langan. Yeah, Langan. Okay. Okay. You got close enough. <laughs> close enough. How are you, Kyle? And you're calling just down the street, right? Just down the street in LA. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm good. How are you guys? Good, good, good. good. It's, a, it's a warm Saturday here in San Diego, for us at least. Yeah. It's warm here too. Yeah. yeah. So you just released your third book. Let's get let's talk about the book first because it just okay. came out June 3rd for Pride Month. And the um your new book, Confessions of a Cowboy. This is actually your third book, right? There it is. <laughs> like you came prepared. Look at that sexy cover. I know. And if you guys the model that's on the cover of the book, Kyle actually goes in depth to interview with him on the podcast, right? Or we, was it? Yeah, it'll be an episode on the podcast. We did an Instagram live. Instagram live. That's where I podcast. was like, was it on the podcast? I remember seeing a video, but the podcast is a video. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, you do. A, you did an interview with the actual the model, the guy that is on the cover of the book. Yeah, um, his name is Eric. He is a model. He's done. He does a, a bunch of um of like book covers. I guess that's like a real yeah niche kind of like so industry. Like the new Fabio. 
<laughs> yeah, basically. basically. For all you young kids who don't yeah. know who Fabio right? is, ask your mom. She'll know. She definitely right. knows. Yeah. Um. So the book came out June 3rd, and this is a little departure from your previous two books, Uncharted Water and then the sequel, Uncharted Horizon, which mm. were a little lighter in content. <laughs> and this one's a lot more... Seedier? Is that a good way to put it? <laughs> yeah, gritty, seedy, yeah. sexy. Um, yeah, my first two books were kind of like they were kind of pitched as like kind of like Gossip Girl meets The Breakfast Club. Yeah, like like at the beach. So very like fun summer reads. Like I still like love those books so much. Um, and the main character in my in Confessions of the Callboy is actually a very minor character in Rick, Uncharted right? Waters. It's a character so, Rick from Uncharted Waters, right? Yeah. 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 That's what he thought. Okay. So he, uh, so it's not like a direct sequel, but it is kind of like his own spin off. Was, he got his own sitcom. <laughs> exactly. He was this like hyper masculine, like jock kind of guy in yeah. the first book. And now we kind of like, there might be something underneath all of that. Yeah. Uh, so the book starts with him. It's a pretty much the journey of him leaving his East Coast like town, the place he is, and comes to LA, kind of gets mixed up in the entertainment business. Um, brand new to LA. Kind of sounds familiar to your story. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does, because you what you moved to from the Hamptons. Well, you were originally from New Jersey. So right. you started in New Jersey. When did you go to the Hamptons? So I, so I had been going there since I was a kid. My yeah. parents, we just always had like friends out there and we always went out. And then I, after college, I moved there to work in a restaurant. So I, I was there for two summers and then I was like, what am I doing with yeah. my life? <laughs> so I just, let me just go try something different. So I moved to LA. So uh, yeah. So how, so the book, how much of it is about your personal journey <laughs> did you take from, um, and how much of it is, is not. Right. So, yeah, so it's not a direct, um, memoir at all, but you're, what, you're not a sex worker. I know. Oh man. You know what? We got to go. You guys know. <laughs> End of interview. God damn it. No, I'm kidding. But a lot of things are, a lot of things are true. I mean, not true, but like inspired by, so like moving across the country, yeah. like knowing no one didn't, you know, have leaving everything kind of behind to start a new life. Um, and there are some things, I mean, the book is like very, overtly sexual which is you know fun but um but at kind of like the through line is that it's a it's a book about kind of self-acceptance and self-discovery and like self-love yeah so I say you kind of like come for the sex scenes but then you kind of like walk away with like a really um kind of nice understanding of like of your own I hope it makes people reflect about their own kind of journeys about coming out yeah um but yeah I mean I've definitely been like propositioned for, you know, favors, we'll call them. Uh, but, <laughs> Who but, hasn't? Who hasn't? Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. It's like being in like the gay community. I think yeah. that is a lot, is, is very common. Um, and one of the things I was just, at, I did a book signing last week in LA and, uh, and this one guy, he was, know, he's probably in his like fifties. He came up to me and he was like, you know, like kind of like in a hushed tone. He was like, you know, I, you know, like have paid for sex before and like, and he was kind of like, he seemed reticent to like tell me, but 
I was so glad that he did because I think there is such a, it's, there's such a stigma attached to sex work now. And I hope that the book serves as kind of like um, a, a conversation piece, you know, where people can feel a little bit more comfortable about having these conversations because they are so commonplace and so many gay people go through them, whether on, depending what side of the it's pointer. so so true yeah <laughs> but what what made you decide with this book because the first two uncharted water and chartered horizon weren't necessarily lgbtq focused where this one it feels like a, a gay novel mm-hmm. what made you decide to do that and especially take a little darker route with it and was it on purpose to release it during pride month <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like perfect marketing to do it to right. you. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're like, absolutely. Well, yes. I mean, I had, well, before I thought about the marketing piece, I did want to write a story about this because I, I came out kind of like later in life. I was like 23 or 24 when I came out. And, um, and so I was just, I wanted to kind of like tell, not my story, but that story about coming out, you know, because it was such a, it's such a pivotal time for in, in every gay person's life. Yeah. So I was really interested in that. And then I was really interested in sex work, probably because I don't have the balls to like make my, an OnlyFans for like myself or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yet. But, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give it time. Out, so. Give it time. Yeah. <laughs> You're new to LA. <laughs> but, but this book was kind of like my foray, my yeah. foray into it because um, I, I just think it's so fascinating how sex work is like the oldest profession in the world, you know, yes. and it's, it's so fringe. And however, like with kind of technology, like it's becoming so much more democratized with like OnlyFans and everything. Yeah. So I was like, oh, wow, what an interesting kind of like thing to merge, like, yeah. you know, um, coming out and then kind of like the sex work piece and like finding yourself through sex work. Yeah. Exactly. What, yeah. what kind of research did you do? Did you did you interview sex worker, workers did, and yeah yeah I did you did, did you just... like partake in some like hire a couple and be like hey it's for research <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I I could have written it off yeah right, right? expense this <laughs> see that's where my producer brain goes is like how do I write this yes. up and get away with it for the show it's on your taxes right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do have friends that have OnlyFans channels, so I definitely talk to them. Yeah, yeah. I, def- I talk to um, people. I, I really wanted this book to be like very, not just like gay, but very kind of like LGBTQIA. So there's a lot yeah. of, there's like, you know, there's like a trans character in it. There's a non-binary character in it. And so I really had conversations with, with kind of a lot of um, queer people on the spectrum just to... Um, you know, represent them because I'm just, you know, what I don't know anything about that because I'm yeah. a very, you know, like boring white guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. I wasn't gonna say it. He said it. But um, also too, so, the really cool thing about the book is you paired up with Equality California and proceeds for any of the books that you sell during the month of June go to Equality California. What made you decide to partner with them, especially for Pride Month? I just think, I know that's, I'm so proud. So I forgot to mention this. So thank you for bringing it up. I'm so proud to partner with them because they are, if anybody who doesn't know, they are the biggest um, civil rights organization in California and they just advocate for LGBTQIA civil rights. And especially now that's so important with like everything that's happening and like, you know, the don't say gay bit, yeah. all the stuff. Right. So I just really um, respect the work that they do. And I was so excited to, 
again, partner with them. And I'm so excited to donate to them, you know, too. Yeah. So, um, so it was kind of like a perfect storm. That's, I, I love that. And the book, the book, you, you explore different kinks in the book <laughs> that aren't in your other book, especially um, when it comes to, how do you say it? Shit play. I don't know how to put it. Say mud in your bed. There's a yeah. bit in the book about that, which I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So I mean, part what of, made okay, you so decide that, that fetish? Is it, did that, it come from? They per- call that scat. I know. Yes, I know. Just so we'll we'll use the you right term. What? Shut up. <laughs> I hate you. You're fired. <laughs> what made you decide out of all the fetishes? You went. You know what? I'm going to explore scat in my book. Was that a personal decision because you're curious personally to do? it? I'm not curious personally about Okay, just kidding. People are going to ask. I'm going to put that on the record. (laughs) But that was a a story that I had heard when I was interviewing some... um, Oh, really? Whoa. I Uh. mean, that... Okay, wait. Let me just just explain. The the situation that happens in the book is not what happened in the... But there was a proposition about um, this guy had, had kind of messaged a friend of mine and said, like, I'm at this really like this luxury hotel. Like I'll pay you to just like come go to the bathroom and I'll pay you extra if you like watch me eat it. Um, What is his number? (laughs) No, kidding, I'm kidding, that's all you can (laughs) And so I was like, wow. And it just so, that's not exactly what happens in the book, but it it really- The book is a little lighter version of that. But it really opened my eyes to like, oh, wow, like there are so many different like fetishes and kinks out there. And, you know, so it's. It's still a very taboo subject, any kind of real kinks. I remember there is a really popular podcast called Risk that I've been obsessed with since it started because I listen to a shit ton of podcasts. Um, And the guy that that is the main host on it, it tells a lot of stories, but he really focuses on the kink community for queer people and straight people. It is so fascinating. Yeah, it is yeah. a really good podcast. Risk if you guys are looking for something sexual yeah. to listen to. So you, so before you, the books came out. Well, first of all, you moved to from out from the Hamptons to LA back in 2011, right? Mm-hmm. And then you started the blog Hamptons to LA about your journey. It was more of a personal journal when it first started back in 2011, yeah. um, and. Even when you first came, to, if I remember, if you first when you first came to West Hollywood, you have a little bit of a tie to San Diego. You spent your first Christmas in San Diego, your first Cali Christmas in San Diego. Wow, the research is like so good. I <laughs> everybody's always surprised when like ever I interview, they're like, "You act." I'm like, "Yes." Like, what do you think I did? Woke up today and said, "Who's that? Who's calling in?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I have family in San Diego. I was actually just down there last weekend um, yeah. visiting with my brother. But yeah, um, so I kind of use that use San Diego as kind of like a like kind of second outpost when I moved to um, California. Because yeah, because grandparents I it, are there. Your grandparents still in San Diego? Yeah, yeah. My I have an aunt there too, an uncle. So what part? Um, they live in Encinitas. Oh, oh right. okay. I love the beautiful up there. Oh. Yeah. Encinitas is nice. <laughs> so what what made you choose LA instead of going to New York? Well, you did go to New York for a little bit, but why didn't you stay in New York? What made you want to do the West Coast instead of staying on the East Coast? Because New York, I had like grown up like going, you know, it was kind of like I was like, if I'm going to like make 
I was 23. And like, if I'm yeah. going to like make like a major life shift, let me do something like so different. That's not like an hour from my mom and dad, you know, let me just yeah. like go for it. So I did. And also I, I studied um, journalism in college. So I wanted to pursue like an entertainment journalism career. And obviously like the, like LA is the spot for that. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was why I was like, you know, pro LA. Yeah. So the Hamptons to Hollywood blog, it first started off as a personal journey and mm -hmm. it's very entertaining because it seems like the first, like from when you first started for the first two years, it was always you trying to sneak into the golden globes. Yes. <laughs> and then, but then the, the blog kind of switched. I want to say for me, when I was following it and stuff, it switched like mid 2014, 15 to more of a lifestyle magazine that's online and right. less of a personal journal journey. Why did you decide to do that instead of keeping it more of a diary of your, your life in LA? Yeah, originally I started it because I was told by like an advertising agency that like, oh, it's a really great way to get your writing out there. So I just yeah. was writing kind of like personal. And you're a like, really good writer. I really like your stuff. And I'm not just saying I that. I really do yeah. enjoy like the Kyle Chronicles. I'm like, oh, yeah. girl, I've been in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, for all of our listeners, check out the book in the blog. His writing is really, it's very, um, how do you describe, like, I, it feels like more conversational than somebody telling you. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and thank really you. I, that's like the hope, you know, and the, and the book is part of it is written in first person too. So yeah. it's, it is kind of more conversational. Um, but yeah, so I, I just made that switch because I realized, you know, in that time, like that's when social media was really taking off. And I was like, I can kind of monetize this a bit and not yeah. just make it just be like, you know, essays that my mom are read, is reading, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I started to just kind of write more articles about the Hamptons and about like, you know, where to go in LA from my experience of just moving here. And, um, and it kind of took off from there. Yeah. And then the, and then you just started the podcast not too long ago, the podcast version of the, the blog. And yeah. why, why did you decide to do the podcast now instead of when the blog kind of switched over to a more lifestyle in 2015? <laughs> I wasn't even aware about like what podcasting was until like, That's you so know, funny. 2018, you know, we were doing this, like everybody and their mother has a podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, I remember when we started knowing what a fucking podcast yeah. was, yeah. but it's that I, I, and you've had some really amazing guests on the podcast. Um, a lot of, um, writers and CEOs of different lifestyle magazines for LA. Um, a couple mm -hmm. like Jimmy, Jeremy Pivot was on the show, which I, mm -hmm. he was big in the 2000s. Yeah. And I thought he was like the hottest thing back then. Um, <laughs> you just have like really interesting conversations with really interesting guests that aren't typically um, what you find on a lot of, uh, with pop culture gay, it's not drag. I don't know how to say yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> No, I really wanted, because like there's so many, well, you guys know from interviewing people, yeah. but it's so hard to like, I am, you don't want to ask people the same questions that they're going to get asked. And I'm like, I, I'm like so like happy-go-lucky all the time, yeah. but I have like a deep side too. Yeah. And I like to pull that out of people that, especially entertainment figures who aren't getting asked that, those kinds of like yeah. more thoughtful questions, you know? Yeah. Like I asked Jeremy Piven, I, I don't remember what, what question it was, but he was just like, stumped on and it wasn't like i wasn't like barbara walters or anything yeah. but it was just like he was like oh like no one has asked me that and like in this press right <laughs> so 
I like being, I like kind of, you know, revealing kind of a different kind of side, side to people yeah. that they might yeah. not see. Which is, I, that's what I like doing. I like catching people off guard and being yeah. like, so what is your favorite? You know what I mean? And they're like, huh? Yeah. What? I didn't know we were going to talk about this. Right. I was like, you didn't say it was off limits. <laughs> <laughs> so what's, what's, what's next as far as another book? Is there going to be a sequel to call the cowboy book or is it going to turn, or are you going to go back to uncharted horizons and finish that series? Like what's your um, next project that you're working on as far as book wise? Yeah. So I have like ideas all the time. I have like a running list of like ideas that I want to do, but I, when I first did um, the Uncharted Water series, it was kind of like um, uh, like a three book kind of like deal series. So I, I'm going to do one more of those. Okay, but good. since <laughs> since uh, since Rick from Confessions of a Cowboy is part of that like world, he might make a cameo. Who knows? Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, so I'll probably I'm going to do that, and then I have some other kind of fun ideas. Um, like that are that are a bit more. I kind of want to write like a Hamptons to Hollywood book, you know. Oh, that would be like, cool. Just kind of like fun, like experiences, and that'll be like that'll be of my own. Yeah. You know? So yeah. you've you've had a couple run-ins with celebrities and all that. Now that you're in LA, any fun celebrity stories? Like who's been the the one who's been the celebrity that you meet you met that exceeded your expectations? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I just remember the time I was the most starstruck was uh, so my favorite person of all time. People I get made fun of constantly for this, but is Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, and, Gwyneth! Oh, Gwyneth! And, <laughs> and, and we were having—I was having lunch with my friends, and she walked into the restaurant, and I did you shit yourself? Uh, I would have. I just like have never been so like quiet. Like I was just like watching. Like I didn't even. Yeah. It was very. Um, so that was like the most starstruck I've ever been. But I guess for in terms of who like exceeded expectations, um, I mean, I interviewed her on the podcast, yeah. Sutton, Sutton Strack from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Mm. She was, she's a good time. Yeah. She's very, yeah. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I, we hung out like, you know, off air yeah. um, and she is, she knows how to I, on, on the blog, on your blogs, there was one story you told that you ran into, I think it was Joseph, um, Joseph um, Gordon-Levitt, and he mistaken you for it. So he did a movie that I really was obsessed with, 50-50, I think it was called, and he yes. played a cancer patient, yeah. and he mistaken you for the cancer patient the movie was based off of. Oh, wow. I thought it was the funniest thing because I'm like, I love that movie. <laughs> and I love him. I think he's such a good actor because he did um, he did this one song with Zoe Deschanel because um, yeah. he's a singer too. And it went like this was years ago for New Year's. They did a little song together and it like went viral. And like ever since this was years and years ago, but I was like obsessed with him and then watched all the yeah. So when I read that, I was like, I made me crack up. I was like, oh my God. Wow. that was so funny. That was like when I was trying to sneak into the Golden Globes. Yeah. Actually, that was a that was a fun experience because like I was like desperate to get into like a, an after party and like it was like me and like James Marsden. I don't know if you guys know who yeah, he is. Yeah. And we were just like standing like together, like standing outside. And I'm like, well, if he's not getting in, I'm definitely not getting into this yeah. party. <laughs> but just then you have the confidence and the nerve to be like, no, I'm getting in. I'm going to try. What's the worst thing they're going to do? Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Right. And you're not going to know unless you try. 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing for Pride? Since it is Pride Month. When is oh, it? When it's is it's L- Pride LA this weekend right is it, now? Is yeah. it? So it's kind of confusing. Well, not confusing, but like West Hollywood had a Pride last oh, weekend. Yeah, and then right. LA is having a Pride this weekend. That's right. There's so, two. Yeah, it's kind of the first time that they're like really split like that, I think. Yeah, because hmm. I think the last Pride I went to in LA was the last one they had, which I think was yeah. 2019. Yeah. 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 Yeah, same. And so this will like the LA one is like all downtown. Oh, okay. um, is this the first year they're splitting it up? Like yeah. The WeHo? I, mean, oh, West, so I, I did go to the West Hollywood and one last year. What, was, what like, mistakes did you make? What regrets? <laughs> <laughs> what were their names? I, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I brought my my brother, my straight brother and his girlfriend came out. So I yeah. took them to Pride. So it was kind of I was more of like a a gay spirit guide, Cruise you know, director. like showing them yeah. the screen. Yeah. yeah. We've all done that. Yeah, we've, we've all, all done, done that. that. <laughs> yeah. What is, what is your favorite part of pride? Since we are in pride month, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's just seeing like, I think it's like just seeing like people, like, I don't know. I walked into West Hollywood and I just yeah. like saw so many people that like in one spot, spot. you know, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. like, celebrate with everyone that you kind of like are friends with or hooked up with or like you're at, like whoever it is you know oh, it's like they're all here yeah it's <laughs> yeah. like this is your life <laughs> so if rick from um, confessions of a cowboy was going to pride this year what would his pride on a saturday look like oh my god that's such a good question <laughs> i feel like he would be like you know pretend to be like maybe straight like earlier in the day and then as the night progressed he would be totally like so giving someone blowjobs in yeah. the afternoon. yeah then he'd then he'd get into work mode or something yeah. <laughs> later on in the day it's true huh. i shit. <laughs> i am not looking forward to pride it gives me anxiety i hate most people so it's just uh <laughs> And That's you guys have I know, know I died. <laughs> I love pride. <laughs> if you don't wake up half naked with a bean and cheese burrito half eaten on your chest the yeah. next morning, it hasn't you been failed. a good pride. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, and you guys, you, yours is in July. In yeah, ours Correct. is one of the later ones. Yeah. yeah. And then I think the last pride, especially for Southern California, is Palm, Palm Springs. Springs, is the last in one November. in November. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so fucking hot that you have to wait till it cools down. To right. enjoy it. So, so back to Hamptons to Hollywood. When you first came to LA, you were what, 23, 24? And 20, you, for your first job, was Abercrombie and Fitch because you looked like one of the models. <laughs> uh, and you weren't, and when the blog first started, you weren't even out, really. No. No. So, when did, when did you decide to come out and why when you moved? Why not younger? When I worked at Abercrombie, that's when I came out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> well, you didn't have a choice. They were, you, I mean, uh, temptation all around. Oh, did you watch the documentary? And yeah. what did you think being an ex-employee yes. of Abercrombie & Fitch? It was very, like, well, well I mean, they were very... Um, racist? racist. <laughs> yes. So I didn't... I didn't experience that end of it, you yeah. know, but I, but it didn't like really surprise me either. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I was, I, it, it was resonant, but it was still like shocking at the same time. Yeah. You know, I never, I don't think I ever shopped there. That yeah. wasn't my vibe. I was yeah. like down at hot yeah. topic trying to do the whole punk rock thing. Back then. 
today. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so you had many jobs before you actually started. Really, when the blog took off and all of that, what was the first? Your very first. What was like your first professional job that you did? And you're like, oh, I've made it. Is this happening? Yeah. What was it? Yeah, I moved to Long Beach for a, a to work in a, at a nonprofit, an arthritis nonprofit, Uh-oh. and I did like marketing for them. Yeah, and and yeah, and this was even like pre like Instagram, like it was still like before like even yeah. social media was a big thing. So that was like my first, you know, like big boy job. Big boy job. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first major job in entertainment that you felt like ah, this is it? Well, I worked at um, the agency, which is a the the luxury real estate agency yeah. that it's on the housewives, um, and I did all of the corporate social media. So we would go to like the Playboy Mansion and like go to these really cool listings, and like they were filming like this, all these shows there. So it wasn't directly in, in entertainment, but it mm-hmm. still felt like I was like you were entertainment adjacent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Would you yeah. ever consider? Have you thought about writing a pilot or anything for TV film? So, yeah, I mean, I do. I have a couple of friends who work in development mm-hmm. um, at some production companies, and I'm trying to kind of like get in there. There's been kind of some like very loose talks about maybe adapting some of my stuff into yeah. nothing like serious yet, but um, but I would love to kind of, you know, write. I could totally see like Uncharted Waters and Uncharted Horizon, like a CW. See, like you know how Riverdale was, it totally yeah. has that young adult vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember there was a show called I wanted Revenge a while back? Oh, yes. I remember and that. Yeah, it was your books kind of sort of reminded me of that, but mm-hmm. a little not so heavy <laughs> and yeah. a little fun. Yeah. Your the actually the two first books had a lot of hu- more humor I thought than the than the call the your new book the Confessions of yeah. Cowboy. Was that it's on so purpose? Funny. Well, I mean, I think that's the new and darker. I think it's my personality. Like, I'm just kind of like a bit more lighthearted, just in general. So I'm writing this stuff about this, like, you know, these scat scenes, whatever. Where coming from? (laughs) (laughs) But I do think it's a kind of a nice outlet because we all have, you know, kind of like a darker side. This is kind of a chance to kind of explore that a little bit. So for anybody coming to LA, never been to LA, what would be your top pick of? bar they have to try and at mm. least your top restaurant pick picks for people that are coming to LA. They don't want to do the touristy places, but they want right. like a little hidden gym of LA. What would you recommend for them? Ooh, for all well, of our listeners that don't live in the West coast. Yeah. Just a lot of them. There is a, um, okay. There's a, I love, I'm a big like seafood Oh, me too. Me too. There's a really good seafood place called Son of a Gun. It's like a very small, like there's like maybe like 13 tables in the restaurant. That's a really good seafood place in West Hollywood. Um, Connie and Ted's. I mean, that's kind of like a fun place. But Connie that's and Carla. <laughs> Remember that movie? Anybody? Anybody? Wow. No. Damn Let's it. Not date myself right now and answer that. Um, <laughs> okay. Connie and what was it called? Connie and Ted. Connie Ted. and Ted's. Okay. Yeah, that's a good little. That's a good go-to spot um, in in West Hollywood too. Yeah, there's there's so How many. Well, it is so big. You know, it like, is. It's so it is. It is. I I mean, I grew up here in San Diego. Moved away for a while, but. but Grew up here, and L.A. was always, like, a weekend trip when I was in high school. We would always 
go to LA. But then yeah. I always felt like, oh, it's so nice to be back in San Diego. It's just a little slower. Yeah. yeah. People are more chill. It's not like going out and somebody knows somebody that knows somebody that worked on this movie with this. It, yeah. I was like, okay, no, yeah. I don't care. What was the last book you read? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's yeah. exhausting. Yeah. yeah. How did you how did you handle that? Like going from the Hamptons and then being thrusted into the LA scene. Like, was it, did you have a bit of culture shock? I did. I had a very hard time with it in the beginning, actually, because I kept kind of comparing it to New York, yeah. you know, and, that, and that's not, you can't because they're so yeah. different. Mm -hmm. So I had a hard time with the pace. Like I was moving a lot faster than everybody sure. else. Yeah. <laughs> and in LA, everybody's just like, take your time. It's fine. Just yeah. calm down. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I need a job. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that was hard. And I just like, didn't, you know, know a lot of people out here and it was just kind of like adjusting to like the, like, like the East coast in New York and New Jersey in particular is much more direct. So they will be kind of like, yeah. very like, no, like get out of here. And then in LA, it's kind of like, yeah, like let's do lunch. And then like, you just never hear from that. Yeah. That means yeah. no. There's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of code words of things of like, oh my God, we should get together more often, which means you live too far away. I live too far away. We're never going to see each other exactly. for another year. But like, it, you have to understand, you have to decipher But it that. is very true. Like the East, I love the East Coast mentality because that fits with me. I'm to the point. I don't like bullshit. Don't waste my time. Yeah. You know how I am. But yeah. even in San Diego, it's just, you get that. It's just like, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm like, do you want to go? Yeah, maybe. That's a no. A maybe <laughs> is a no. It's a definite right. hard no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Just yeah. say no. Just say no. <laughs> Yeah, so we should bring so back Dare. Just say no from the '90s. That's gonna be our <laughs> new, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so, what is your favorite gay bar in WeHo that you you would recommend, especially I, for a new kid coming out and he's going yeah. to going to invite WeHo for the first time? He's moving to LA and he wants to go out to his first gay bar. What would you recommend? I mean, I think the Abbey is a good staple just to yeah, go. Absolutely. You know, I think it's absolutely. just a good, I mean, it's, you know, it's iconic, really. And I think, you know, other than that, um, Revolver is a good, mm. is a good one to go. Which to. ones do you say, don't go, don't go, you're going to end up. <laughs> In a also hole. the Abbey. <laughs> also the Abbey. <laughs> go, but don't go. But don't go. It's so true. Well, well if played, you want, Eric. Like, if, like if you want like really strong drinks, like you can go to like Trunks. Or, oh yeah, yeah. Where, like, where, when you come to San Diego, what's your go-to place? So I have not been out in San Diego. <gasps> How dare you? No, I no, I'm just saying like pre, like post-pandemic. Oh. But we. Gossip Girl Week. Oh yeah. yeah, the only the only girl bar on the West Coast. Yeah, only girl bar left on the West. Oh Coast. really? Yeah. yeah, we have it in San Diego. I know um, it's a shame. We talked about it a couple weeks ago with Shea yeah. Entertainment. There's only 19 female bars in America right now. Wow. 19. That's crazy. Yeah. There's so many gay bars, but only 19 specific for lesbian and queer women. Yeah, isn't that oh. insane? Yeah. <sighs> That is, that is kind of sad. So you came out later in life. You came out at 23. Mm -hmm. Why Why so late? Did you grow up religious? No. I mean, well, kind of, but it, it wasn't like scary religious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, we, I just, um, I just wasn't sure. I didn't come into like my own yet. I was like a very like late 
bloomer, bloomer in general uh, you know yeah. and like i like all through college i kind of was like oh well you know like i thought my parents were both like artists also so like i grew up in, in a very kind of like free like you know whatever like no kind of like pressure was put on me to kind of like you know decide like what i wanted to do so kind of just they let me like, let it all come to me and i think because of that like um i would like see guys and be like oh yeah like he's very handsome and very attractive and i kind of was like i thought i was kind of appreciating like yeah. his attractiveness rather than being attracted to him like i didn't really put that together yeah um yeah. So yeah, it just was like a later, a later kind of thing for me. And I think probably subconsciously moving to California when, where I didn't know anyone and I could kind of reinvent yourself. Yeah. You know? <laughs> An experiment. Experiment. Exactly. That, uh, if anybody, how you have not moved to a different city or state. Oh right? yeah. <laughs> uh, you have to, I really recommend that every yeah. like young person or any person in general, but like, you know, do that because it's yeah. such, it's so liberating, you know? Yeah. So the book comes out, or it's already out, June third, and how? And you can get it on Amazon, pretty much anywhere. And so, who's your who's up next on Hamptons to Hollywood the podcast? Your so next I'm guest, be releasing the um, the the conversation I did with the cover model. So oh, Eric. nice. Okay. Yeah. So that'll probably be out. Um, it'll be out next week. So that's exciting. And I just want to say the book I was, it, it actually became a bestseller on the, the day it was released. Like, so I'm really yeah. excited about that. So it was um, the number one um, erotic thriller on Amazon for two days in a row. Shut Congrats. up. Congrats. <laughs> Congratulations. Look, the killed the children are so happy for you. The children in our studio audience is a bunch of children. They're excited for the erotic uh, It creeps me out. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Children should not be listening to the show. I don't know why they do. If you are under the age of 18, I no, yeah. don't do it, kids. Stay away. Say no to drugs. But you know what? Before we wrap it up, we're going to do one thing with Kyle. What is that? Carol, for once in your life, shut your damn mouth. Every time we do it. <laughs> yes, everybody, we're going to do Carol of the Week. And Kyle, since um, Carol of the Week is the part of the show where we get to gripe about whatever the how we want. Whatever's okay. bugging you, whatever you want to get off your chest, this is the time to do it. It is Carol of the Week. Do you have one? I know I caught you off guard, Eric. Yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I... You I always do, have I a do Carol. have one. Oh. Um, when your boss sends you uh, a message at 1040 at night about some work that you've done that day, and you're like, how the fuck? And then goes offline and goes, now how the fuck am I going to go to sleep now? <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. That's why I yeah. turn off all my work shit when I uh, clock out, I'm done. I know. I just happen to like look at it as I like turn my computer off to go yeah. to bed, and I'm like, well, this is going to keep me up all night. God yeah. damn it. God damn it. I yeah. hate that shit. Yeah. Once I clock out, I am done. You're Don't done. bother me. Yeah. No. I no, need to no, be better no. about that. I know you do. Yeah. Do you have one, Kyle? What's been getting on your nerves lately? Well, I guess on the terms of like, or on the in the subject of work, I have like, I'll have like a client who will like ask me, oh, like, can you do this? And I'll be like, uh, yeah, like, sure. And then we'll be like, okay, well, I needed it like yesterday. Like, kind of like, don't, if you're, if you're going to like ask me to do something, like, give me ample time, give me a deadline. You know what I mean? Like that kind of, yeah. that's yeah. annoying. 
Yeah, you know what? Mine is going to be the dating apps. I have yours is always the oh, dating apps. What I can't happened? Stand this week? these people! God damn it! It's like no. This is what really bothers me. One, when you say hi and you start a conversation with somebody on Grind or Scruff, whatever, and it's like, "Hi, how are you? I'm good." Can I see your butthole? No, <laughs> no, not yet. Get like work up to that. Right. It's like sticking it in and dry. Don't do it. It's just painful. Work up to it. I feel like you need to have like <sighs> photos that aren't yours of really ugly Manny? ones of really <laughs> my ugly twin ones. brother. I'm gonna use my brother's photos. <laughs> He already has a shitty yeah, reputation. But just like Diego. send ugly ones and be like, that's what. Yeah, my brother. <laughs> that's what you wanted. <laughs> or, oh, this is really funny. I had a guy um, a couple days ago wanted pictures of my feet, mm. <gasps> which I'm like, I got Flintstone feet. That wasn't that wasn't on purpose. I totally hit that by accident. I'm so sorry. That was brilliant. <laughs> I was like, I got this. I say, why do you want a picture of my feet? No, I, I mean, told him no, and he said um, he was really rude back when I said no. That's not my thing. And he said, too bad for you. And I said, uh, okay, you have a blessed day. I mean, and he goes, was that supposed to be sarcastic? Right. I was like, what do you think? Of course it was. God damn it. That's something you charge for. I know. I got my OnlyFans. not go for free. Yeah. <laughs> my OnlyFans where I show my feet. No, I'm kidding. Can you imagine? Hinge, just... Hinge is good. I like, have you been, are you yeah. on Hinge? Yes. Yeah. And I it... always get paired up with my friends. Yes. Um, I hate that. I'm yes. like, no. Yes. No. I've seen you. Like, it's, it, <sighs> I know. you came as my match. Of the I'm day like, yeah. Once. I'm yeah. like, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what's your app? What's your gay app dating app of choice, Kyle? Well, Hinge. Well, Hinge. Hinge. Hinge is cool because it's like so much more conducive to like yeah. starting conversations. You know what I mean? So yeah. you can just be like, you're like, oh my, you know, my favorite whatever thing is this. You're like, yeah. oh, like that's cool. Tell me more about it. You know, like so, it's it's you know. What's your least favorite? I mean, isn't Grinder everyone? I know isn't everybody the, hates it, but everybody's on choice. it. Everybody right. hates it, but everybody's on yeah. it. Yeah, right. it's trash, but you know, it's, yeah, it's there. It's it's <laughs> that, that is the that's perfect slogan. It's trash. We're trash, but we're, we're here. There. I'm getting that on a shirt. I'm wearing it for pride. Goddamn it! <laughs> oh, Kyle, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. Thank so you tell, so much. Let everybody know how they can find the blog find the podcast get the book and all of that and you have a social we didn't even get into it but you have a social media consulting company too where yeah. you help you actually could do content for people's social media that that yeah. want it so yeah well the company is kjl media kjlmedia.com and then um my you can see all my books at kylejlangen.com um, and right then over there, well, right over there everybody it's right there see you know, oh yeah, yeah, there it is, <laughs> above his head. And then, and then Instagram is Kyle J Langan. All my social is Kyle J Langan. Yes, you guys. The book came out June third. You can get it on Amazon. Confessions of a Cowboy. I recommend it. It's a great for Pride Month and the summer reading when you're at the beach here in San Diego at Blacks, getting a tan with no tan lines. It's a perfect yes. book. <laughs> uh, and Eric, how do people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Daddy Bear Eric. 
Are you going to stick with Daddy Bear for yeah, a while? Yeah, I'm sticking okay. with that one. Yeah. <laughs> you can find me at Stony underscore Baloney underscore Macaroni on Instagram. You can watch the show every Tuesday night, 7.30 at Out at TV. Um, don't, forget to hit, don't forget to hit that subscribe button on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to follow the podcast. Anywhere you get podcasts, you can email us at the gang at whoinvitedher.net. You can go to our website, whoinvitedher.net, and we have our merchandise, all of that good stuff. There, am I forgetting anything else? No, that's it. Is that it? Yeah. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you again, Kyle, for hanging out with us. And you guys, we will see everybody next week. Bye. Turn me on the mic.